Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the True Achievements podcast. I am Rich. I have Dave with me. Hello. Hello. I have Jack with me. Hey. And um, we're just about recovered from the madness that has been E3. Episode 75, that's three quarters of the way to 100. Feels like a little milestone. (laughs) Probably have a little glass of champers tonight. Um, Right. The ID crew are all at E3, as you'd expect, uh, which has meant that we haven't been able to get our usual glut of codes, but we have played quite a lot of new stuff anyway, uh, including last Friday, we streamed Dirt 4, thanks to the wonderful people at Codemasters, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we played through some of the campaign, or career mode, uh, on our stream. And we got quite a lot of the achievements. It's very generous with the achievements at the start of the game. Uh, in our first hour, we got 10 for 160 Gs. Um, and it's safe to say I have not enjoyed a game this much in a long, long time. I've played it like my wife. I don't know whether it's just because my wife and daughter have been away, but I did have all weekend myself. Uh, and I've put in a lot of hours. I think I'm up to like 16 hours on Dirt 4. I can't actually remember the last time I played a game for 16 hours in a week. Uh, so... I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. It's it's very varied. You've got a normal sort of um, rally mode mm-hmm. uh, where you are driving through a set course uh, on your own, no other cars, uh, and you have a co-pilot that's telling you what to do about a second before you need to do it. <laughs> so you learn very quickly that you need to focus. There's a lot of focus going on in this game. Uh, but it's nicely paced at the beginning because all the, all the stages are around a minute and a half to two minutes. So although it's intense concentration it doesn't last particularly long and you finish the stage and like oh um but i've had the difficulty settings turned down quite a lot because there's no rewind on this on this version of dirt uh, which means it's quite brutal so if you come off the the track or the the road uh, you are a bit stuffed uh, unless you're playing on easy and, and the enemy is not too quick so you get time to come back onto the onto the road and carry on um But it's amazing, absolutely amazing. There's all sorts of different um, areas that you can race in. So you've got like snowy Norway, you've got like dusty America, all different types of like some uh, gravelly sections where the back end just flies out. You've got loads of progression in the career where you can build a team, you get engineers, they will fix your car between stages. Um, There's even like a research and development um, section. So you you can spend money on your... Uh, like your setup so you can buy a better research and development team that will be able to put upgrades on your car including engine upgrades and things like that but you can also buy like nice canteens for all the staff so all their morale goes up and they do work quicker and faster and cheaper and yeah it's just it's quite in depth all that stuff but you don't need to get sucked into it Um, and that's just the regular rally stuff and then you've got uh, Land Rush which is in like big trucks and it's lots of cars all on the same track uh, and it's laps, and then you've got most. Uh, what's the other mode called? Rallycross. Rallycross. Okay, that's the one where you've got a joker lap. So out of every four um, laps that you have to do, you have to do one on what's called a joker lap, which will be a, a slightly longer part of the track. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of strategy in there when you go in. If the road's clear in front of you, and you might be able to come out and gain some places. Um, and then you've got historical rallies where you go back in time and you've got rubbish old cars (laughs) and then on top of that you've got something called free play mode or joyride Mm -hmm. joyride joyride Joyride. which has got loads of these little challenges where you can 
um, be racing against the clock on different tracks, and you, or you'll be smashing blocks around a, a set course. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's not even particularly set, but you just got to smash as many blocks as you can in the time limit, and you get like gold, silver, bronze stuff for it. It's just it's a vast, vast game. And we had Darren Hayward, who's um, one of the developers, one of the game designers, came into the chat, and he was saying that the whole game is around 130 hours completion to do the whole lot. Um, and I don't know why they keep doing that with racing games. Like Forza's always ridiculous completion. Yeah. If you want to keep playing it, keep playing it. You don't need to tie the achievements into. Well, I, I think this is um, different because it's 130 hours, but it's 130 hours of kind of diverse gameplay. It's yeah, not there's like a lot of different where things. it's just racing. You've got your joyride mode, you've got your land rush, as you were saying, and it's all quite fun as well. It's different. You can mix it up. You can do what yeah. you want when you want. It's amazing. I mean, Jack, you don't often play... Oh, you played a fair bit of Forza Horizon, but you, yeah. you haven't played too much of the rally game before. No, no. And um, and you've really enjoyed it as well, haven't you? Yeah, I just love the joyride mode. It kind of brings back that trials-esque like trying it, yeah. trying to get better it's all about perfection and, yeah exactly that muscle memory <laughs> um but i can't recommend it enough i've i've you know every every second that i want to play a game i'm thinking of playing that one so amazing uh check it out it's uh it came out last week i think mm-hmm. so it won't be on sale for a long time but it's, it's so much content in there uh, that it's worth getting i think there might be some issues with some of the community achievements at the moment because there's a few that no one's no one's got yet. Um, I'm trying to get word from Codemasters to get confirmation on what's going on with those. But hopefully they'll get sorted soon. Um, but yeah, amazing, amazing game. Uh, on Monday we played Neverwinter again, or I played Neverwinter again. So I made good progress there, thanks to the guys that came in to help me. Um, I've now got a mount, I've got a companion, and I was popping Chiefs. Uh, Neverwinter's quite, quite slow on the achievement uh, distribution. Uh, but I got three during this this stream, and we we did quite a lot, um, quite a lot of quests. But yeah, just having a mount means you can travel them, traverse the map like at least twice as quickly, probably more. Mm-hmm. And having a companion means that you've got someone to fight for you as well. So if you are on your own rather than having an amazing team like I did, at least you've got someone to back you up. Mine's like a little box with a tongue and like sharp jaws. Box with I've a called tongue. It, yeah, I've called it Tony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's um it's cool. So yeah, made good progress on Neverwinter, so check out the uh the videos of that and we'll be doing another one soon. Uh on Tuesday I played a game called Plutobi the Dwarf Tales or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now I like to give games a good go. I'm uh, fairly open minded, I'm <laughs> not really, but I generally try to be fairly open minded uh when I start a new game. This game not only was it the, one of the most complicated games that's ever been written, it didn't give me any achievements, and it reset the game every time you died once. Okay. And like right back to the start. So like 25 minutes of progress was just completely gone. Uh, and it was quite soul-destroying. You play like this little blob uh, on a, like a map, and then different elements come at you. Like to read the entire instructions would have taken nearly the full hour. So I was you know, doing it as quickly as I possibly could and still trying to comprehend it. Um, but as different elements, the four different elements, you've got fire, water, earth, and... Wind. Something else. No, wind wasn't one of them. It was something else. <laughs> can't remember okay. what it was. Uh, metal. Metal, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they mixed it up. Uh, but these, these blobs can... These, like, things fire at you, and you have to press the appropriate button on your D-pad, but you have to press the one that's one slot anti-clockwise to the one that's coming at you. 
for no obvious reason. So if water's coming at you, you have to press like fire, or if metal's coming at you, you have to press earth, and it's all one one removed. It would be bad enough if it was just you have to press the right one. Could you um, not have twisted the controller around to offset? Yeah, but also deeper? as well as that, you have to control your movement, but. You you control your movement by moving a reticule around the screen, mm-hmm. which is completely detached from your ship, and then you move in a straight line between you and the reticule, okay. rather than you just moving your ship around. So if you've pressed the long way, because you want to move right and it's taking forever to move right, you've pressed the reticule right, and you can't really see the reticule, it's just tiny, it just sort of disappears, then your ship starts moving, and then if something's coming at you really fast, you press left, but it takes all the time for the reticule to come all the way back to the centre of the screen and then off to the left, for you to even slow down and then start moving in the other direction. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. Then you have to do this weird mechanic where you have to collect things with the reticule while you're doing all this other stuff, and it's just... Honestly, it's just so complicated. I reckon there must be someone out there that's enjoying it. But there's three people that have played it on the site. It's been out for two weeks. <laughs> and uh, I think they've got four achievements between them. Wow. That's yeah. uh, not a good sign. Super, super, super hard. Mm. Um, anyway, eventually I gave up on that because it was annoying me that every time I died, it just put me right back to the beginning. Uh, and then we started playing Dirtful <laughs> for about 20 minutes, um, which was brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, the day before yesterday, we played Tango Fiesta. Oh, uh, I can't even remember this. Jack, tell me about this one. The... Oh, we played this together. It's co-op. Yeah, co-op. Local co-op. I think it... Uh, did it have online co-op as well? I'm not too sure. Um, but you could play up to four players. It was a little top-down. I'd almost call it a shoot-em-up, in a way. Yeah. Um, you yeah, it was. Had, you were top-down. You controlled the character with the left stick, aimed with the right stick. You had two different weapons, a primary and a secondary. Uh, you could push the right trigger to shoot, and then you could push R... B, I think it was, to melee, and you'd spawn on a map, maps were kind of semi-randomly generated, but they had the same objectives each time, so it'd be kind of destroy this building, or go and kill these key enemies, go and destroy this helicopter, Yeah. and once you'd done all of those, it popped up and you had to sometimes kill the remaining enemies, sometimes <laughs> yeah, it just ended the level. Um, it always said you had to kill the remaining enemies, but sometimes it just finished anyway. Yeah, well, it just it it was all right, but I think the first time we played it, for some reason, it just seemed buggy. Yeah, and stuff didn't wasn't happen. Didn't it? When achievements it was didn't pop either. That we thought we got. Pop, and then we restarted. Oh well, it crashed actually, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, it crashed. We restarted, and it seemed a lot more stable after that. Um, we. Ended up getting four achievements for 185 gamer score, so not... Yeah, probably worth mentioning that's 444 TA for those four. 444 TA. Because we got Gordon Bennett using only melee attacks, one of the the enemies, Mm -hmm. one of the boss boss guys was called Gordon Bennett, and uh, we killed him with just our knife. But I think it could be quite fun if there was lots of you, if you, like, it's up to four players, as Jack said, so I think if there's four of you, it'd be absolutely... You know, much more, much more enjoyable. It was quite good with two. It wasn't terrible. I don't think I'd play it with one. No, I think it'd be a little bit tedious on your own. Um, yeah. Cool. And then yesterday we played the final station. Now I don't think I've ever played a game like this. Uh, you play a train driver, and you go off to work. It's like a side-scrolling platformer, and you first thing you have to do is like fix your train. So you fix it by finding the code that starts it. Uh, 
and then you find the code by wandering around different rooms and, and talking to people and eventually you get a code. Then you put, tap that into the number pad on the train, get in the train and off you go. So you have to maintain your train between the stations and by to do that there are various little gauges kicking around uh, that you have to like even up or or just pull and you have end up walking backwards and forwards throughout the train just, just doing stuff. Eventually you arrive at the next station and then you need to get out and find the next code again. Um, and they gradually introduced more mechanics at each station. So the first one, uh, you had to... We found, like, you could get weapons and stuff. Uh, and you had to buy a ticket and, like, get a gun. Sometimes you can throw things. Uh, and then, like, the third station, they introduced enemies. So there was, like, these... They looked a bit like the, the guy from Limbo. Mm-hmm. Sort of black silhouettes with white eyes. Mm. And they were pretty tough. The combat system's a bit weird. Yeah. So to kill the enemies, you could either throw boxes at them or you could um, shoot them. Well, you only got the gun, I think, on the third or fourth station. Yeah. And the aiming was on the right stick again, so you could kind of aim up and down. You had a full arc of uh, gun aiming. Yes, it wasn't brilliant, I have to say. This was the free one of the free games that was given away with the mix pot mm-hmm. for watching the Xbox conference or any of the Xbox uh, Live stuff uh, on Mixer, which is now which was Beam before is now called Mixer. Um, so yeah, you get that for free. I wouldn't buy it if you didn't. Okay, this week we are going to play Air Guitar Warrior, the Gamepad Edition today. And then we've got Chess Ultra. With the, in fact, the devs are coming into that. The devs are coming into Chess Ultra on Monday. Then we're doing Star Trek Online. Is that what it's called? I think it's called Star yeah. Trek Online. And we've got some amazing stuff to give away for that. So make sure you check that one out. Um, and then we're playing the one of the other Mixed Pot games next week. No time to explain as well. Um, and yeah, lots more to look forward to next week. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Dave, looking at your scatology, <laughs> it looks like you've been playing stuff for Alphabet Challenge. Yeah, finished it. Uh, Saturday, I think. Uh, needed an X, and the only one I could find without doing something ridiculous like playing The Witcher 3, I think there was one, <laughs> was uh, Microsoft Sudoku, the J- Japanese version. Okay. I was we were all a bit worried that that was a Japanese X and it wouldn't actually count. No, it definitely did. I was hoping that um, I'd, I'd played the like the normal English version, whatever it is, and completed that. So there's like, you know, the daily challenges that they do in these Microsoft games. And I was hoping it would kind of remember your progress, but it didn't. So I've got to play the whole thing again. And it's only 200 gamer score for the whole thing. So I don't, I don't think I'll bother, but I got my X. And X. then uh, I think I got another Y. I got Y in Quantum Break. I can't remember what that was. I think it was finishing oh, ch- chapter three or whatever it was. And Did it then, make you want to play it more? Uh, not really. It still seems like a pretty average shooter to me. With films in between it, like I'm, I'm not impressed really with it. And then uh, Zed, I had a look, and the so like the closest I was was uh, Dead Rising Four, killing what's I don't know what it is, seventy four thousand zombies or whatever it is that they, they keep using for the same numbers. Yeah, so I don't know, it might be fifty three. It's the one that they're using like every zombie game. They do a fifty three four okay. it's random number. So. Uh, there was a guide where you just kind of get a vehicle, one of the combo vehicles, and just drive in circles for like 45 minutes. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> so I did that, finally finished it. 
and then yesterday I noticed there was a uh, there's has been another title update for Minecraft Windows 10 yes. edition. Somebody's again like they always do made a world for it, and it four minutes to get the the six wow. achievements, and it's worth like nine hundred TA. Whew. So should have saved that for next year's GTA. I think. <laughs> I'm sure um, cool. Okay, so you've you finished the alphabet challenge. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's been really fun. I've played a ton of games, you know, because I didn't want to really start loads of new stuff just to no. do it. So I've I've gone back and played Assassin's Creed Three, Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, loads of Watch Dogs, loads of Gears of War. So it's been good, and then it made me realise that I need to go back and actually start finishing some of stuff instead of just jumping around everywhere. Yes, uh, we're up to four and a half thousand people registered now, and we have. One and a half thousand that have completed it, which isn't bad going. We've still got two weeks left. Jack, you haven't done any yet. Come on, no, what do you think no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I need to. I might do it all on the last day. That would be very impressive. I'd, I'd, I'd be very, very pleased if you did that. Uh, we should live stream the entire process. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's alphabet challenge run. Um, I should mention I also have been playing Injustice Two, the first beat 'em up I've played in. A long, 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 long time. Okay. Now, talking of games with complicated instructions, this has a tutorial mode that starts off nice and simple with movement. And then four hours later, you're on to like quadruple combos with block things and all sorts of other things. Just in the tutorial, I was just like, this tutorial goes on forever. Um, and there wasn't an achievement at the end of it. I thought it's bound to be an achievement for <laughs> doing the whole tutorial. Some of the stuff I couldn't actually work out how to do. Like I accidentally skipped the... Uh, what it told you to do and then it wouldn't let me it wouldn't tell me again which is really annoying so there's a bit of it i didn't finish um and then you start the game and it's got like a, a story mode which is really unusual for a beat-em-up um and it's beautiful i mean the graphics are amazing the characters are awesome like the cutscenes are great but you start the game and i think it opens with like a like a, almost like a 15 minute cutscene that introduces the story and then you're finally thrown into your first thing and I've <laughs> just forgotten absolutely everything from the tutorial so I just ended up button mashing <laughs> um, which was still fun and I put it on easy and I got through most of the fights there was a couple I had to redo um, there's a couple of achievements to, tied to the storyline but most of the achievements in this game are for doing specific things either at a certain time or on a certain map uh, or with a certain move so quite a lot of them are kill this person using this person and the final move being this move um so obviously you need to work out that move then you can set up a little thing quite often the solution says just to use two controllers um so i could do all of that but i think the achievements are actually probably quite easy to get they just require a bit of setup i quite like stuff like that um but i haven't actually i've only got three achievements for 45 g's at the moment um but i was just a bit disappointed that it's just so complex to learn all the moves because everyone's been raving about the game um, and I think it's just because I'm rubbish at fighting games that it's just I thought I was just going to be able to jump straight in and be good and I'm not I'm rubbish <laughs> so nothing's changed and do uh, each of the characters have their own kind of distinct moves or do, is it just yeah but <laughs> to be honest you look at the move list and much of them most of them look quite similar but they're combinations of like up to five or six buttons sometimes sometimes with a pause um, but the gra graphics are amazing, and the special moves, like when you when you fill up your special move meter, you can do like a, a special move by holding both the triggers in, mm -hmm. um, and they are amazing. They literally take 
take the character out of the map um, and like smash him against like the moon or something. It's it's proper nuts. It's well worth watching the game just for those things. Watch someone playing it that's good. I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. And and yeah, it's it's stunning to look at. Um, there's stuff like interaction with the scenery as well. So you've got environmental damage. You pick up like um, barrels that are set around or throw them into different parts of the, the scenery. So there's a lot to the game. I think if you're a fighting fan, it's probably going to be a really, really good game for you to play. Um, certainly it's the best looking fighting game I've ever seen. So I hope to play a bit more of that. I'm, I'm plugging away in dirt now, but I'm sort of at the point where, like I did last night, I played for about an hour and I just did one one event, but it was made up of eight different stages and each of them were four minutes. So you, you start getting to the point after a while in dirt where you know, even small amount of progress takes a long time. Um, but anyway, I have 13 achievements in Dirt, I have 3 in Injustice, and 3 in Neverwinter. It's been quite a good week, I think. Right, let's talk about some news, Dave. So, obviously, E3. Um, some other stuff came out. Yeah, I just tried to pick up on stuff that kind of got announced in, like, the, the daily shows and things, stuff that yeah. people might not be aware of. Uh, so, one of them, on one of the daily shows... Bill Stilwell, who's like the head of Backwards Compatibility Program, he was on uh, talking to Major Nelson and they revealed the second of the original Xbox titles that will become back compat. That is Fusion Frenzy. Yeah. So the name rang a bell for me, but then I watched the video and I thought, actually, I have no recollection of playing this game. There was Fusion Frenzy 2 that came out on the Xbox 360. So that yeah. might be what okay. thinking of. Maybe I played that. Uh, I, I had a look at it. It was looks like all kinds of stuff. There was one bit where they were like running around like a spiral, but these are like uh, bars and things blocking the way, and it's like look like four player local co op, and you had to kind of jump over them and avoid them. And whoever like if you got hit, you got knocked off, you were out. There was one with like a ball. It looked like uh, was it gladiators? You said them big balls. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like that big. Big massive oh, cages yeah. and they're rolling around trying to knock each other off a map. It looks alright. It probably looks like probably brilliant at the time, but Yeah. <laughs> not I'm really. not sure how much There's a few issues I have with OGU stuff. Firstly, who still has their original Xbox discs? I know the digital stuff work um it will work, but I don't I just don't remember ever buying anything digitally back then. No. I had an original Xbox, but I don't I don't have it anymore and I certainly don't didn't keep any of the games which is just annoying um it's almost like they should just stick them all out for free as like a or a very low cost price i wonder if some might appear in game pass and things like that at some point yeah potentially that's a good point actually i will start actually. getting we'll start getting games with gold when they run out of 360 games to give us one yeah back out some <laughs> um but secondly there's a point where nostalgia yeah. overtakes reality <laughs> and you think oh well, that would be good and then actually by the time you go back and it's like how old's the original xbox now we're talking t- 12 years is that, uh, is that even one of 15 years of xbox last year so it might be 15 oh yeah so okay minimum oh yeah so this came out in 20 2001 uh, 2001 so that's a 15 16 year old game now <laughs> but i think that's probably too much yeah um, for me, anyway. But everybody, you know, there will be people out there that Just love it. Be pleased that's uh, how far back it goes. They can't start releasing like SNES games or whatever. Or well, some people would love that, and the, the Nintendo Store does well with that sort of thing. Um, 
but they're more about the I guess they're more about the gameplay and the amazing yeah. you know, storylines and stuff than the graphics and they always were so maybe that's why they stand the test of time a bit better maybe mm-hmm. okay any more yeah uh, another from the Xbox Daily the uh, showed a, a trailer for the new avatars that are going to be coming our way later this year they said it's it, when they're going to be coming Windows 10 yeah uh, at the end of this year and then uh, in fall and then coming to the Xbox one family of the so fall is autumn which is We've already had four, haven't we? No, it's no, so September. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're thinking of spring, aren't you? I am thinking of spring. <laughs> so, yeah. It looked good, though, didn't it? The video looked amazing. Yeah, and they're a lot more kind of inclusive this time. Like they've, I think it might have been last E3, they talked about like wheelchairs and things like yes. that. And there's like prosthetic limbs. You can yeah. be like, there's, there was a woman who was pregnant. And yeah, then, I thought that. There's, there's a lot I didn't want to say anything in case. <laughs> <There's a lot laughs> they've got they've made it in unity so it's a lot more kind of they can do a lot more customization and things with it oh, the animation is amazing yeah and there's um, all kinds of accessories like uh there was they've said as well that like if you see something in the avatar store you can get it you know there's not like a women's and a men's store it's whatever. Yeah. like if, if i wanted to wear a dress i could do Good for you. Everybody's going to try Avatar pregnant. He could do. Yeah, but but the only thing is though, it like, makes me wonder about people have spent real world money on props and things and clothes and costumes, you know, for the current avatars. Mm. So yeah, that's well, I wonder if they're upgraded versions of them. Yeah. That's the thing. They, they, there was no word on it, and Major Nelson didn't ask the question. They had like two people there being interviewed. There was no question of it, but I suppose they'll clear it up near the time. I mean. <laughs> The only issue with this stuff, I think it looked amazing, but where are they going to be used? Well, uh, somebody or... said that to uh, Mike Yabara said like on Twitter, like what's the point? And he said, look out for new things coming. Oh, okay, so, so new, new rare stuff coming. I know. Of thieves. If you go on the Windows 10 app and you know compare achievements, your avatar's there. And like if if I've got an achievement that you haven't, mine'll be jumping around and yours will be like something. <laughs> like mine'll be looking all clam. Yeah, so I mean they still use them; they're just not as prominent. Like the 360. Playing Assassin's Creed Three and things for Alphabet Channel, you turn it on and it's spun round in it. You're like, you're like yeah, exactly. with your avatar. And stuff. I liked all that. Um, yeah, they've even got um, blades, like not just prosthetic limbs, but they've got those uh, running blades that yeah. Oscar Pistorius had. So maybe you can get a shotgun uh, edition. You know, <laughs> pandering to criminals. Um, <laughs> right, moving on. Uh, oh, this is new. I haven't even seen this story myself. Yeah, so if you buy a three-month Xbox Live Gold subscription between now and June the 30th, and that's both uh, digitally through the store or like a prepaid code from uh-huh. like a brick and mart store, you're going to get Rocket League for free with it. That's awesome. Yeah, so, and then that's one that they've confirmed is coming for 4K upgrades and all that kind of stuff, so. Oh, yes. Definitely worth it. I mean, like, I just bought a year, so I'm not going to buy an eye on the game, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who would fancy that. So do you, 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 don't, do you not get it if you get a year? You only get it if you only buy three months? Three months, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? I, I don't um, I've already got the game anyway. But, yeah, 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 great deal for those that don't. It's a brilliant game, and it gets so much support. There's new achievements every couple of months. Yeah. New game modes, all sorts. Uh, following on from the nostalgia of the OG Xbox games being back and pat, a 
the company announced that it's like an official, like supported by Microsoft, that they're bringing back the Duke controller, the big (laughs) hefty original Xbox controller. It's going to be uh, usable on Xbox One and Windows 10. So I'll I'll link to it. There's a trailer, but it's obviously got the new kind of the three lines button and... Like the, yeah. the squares that nobody knows the name of. I did actually assume this was a joke. I didn't actually realise it was an actual real thing that's happening. Yeah, an official thing. So if you want to play your OG Xbox games, you get an OG controller for the complete... For the full experience. experience. Yeah, and just... I, I just remember them being massive, like how I got pretty... Yeah, much. they were massive. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone mocked up a picture with um, an Xbox One X <laughs> and an OG dwarfing it. I've <laughs> <laughs> come a long way. Sticking on the controllers theme, uh, remember last year they, they brought Xbox Design Labs. They've added some new customization options. So there's some new colors. There's uh, some metallic uh, components you can put on it now. You can put like the rubberized grips on the back of it that they've been okay. using some of the nice. the recent sort of like design controllers. And they've also announced it is coming to new countries. So it's going to be coming to UK, Germany, and France. <laughs> And then it's going to be in other European countries throughout the summer. So the prices work out. It's $80, £70, €80. Euros. And if you order one before June the 19th, so till Monday, you get the engraving for free. I might do that, you know. I, I do really like the look of these. I wasn't going to bother, but get true achievements on it. It's just going to look wicked. Maybe we should get like 100 of them. If we talk to them, so can we have 100 of them? Yeah. And then we'll sell them for our own store. Well, uh, whoever's about did a thousand pounds ago. Uh, the story, Claudio did the story, and he, he must have gone on the store and designed one. So if you look, yeah, looking at it now, it's what's making me want to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fantastic. We'll link to that in the story. Um, How much is a regular like play? Well, I think they're forty-five quid, aren't they? Right. Okay. It's almost still. It's almost double the cost. Yeah, it's, it's, plus you break it's, yours every. Two I'm, days, I'm so. definitely not getting one. Definitely, I mean, I just got the lead back. So, what did we get with the Xbox One X? Did they announce what was going to be in the box? Yeah, you well, get a one controller, like the, just a regular. Yeah, just a regular controller. Um, it's a shame you can't do this with the elites. Yeah. Never, you never know. They might bring because they didn't. They, they haven't announced any SKUs yet, have they? So I, I don't. No. I, I haven't even seen what the hard drive is. Just one time. Uh, one terabyte, yeah. Okay. So they might be different. I don't know if they would bring out... It's already confusing enough having Xbox One S and Xbox One X. <laughs> if they have one terabyte and two terabyte and elite versions, it might be a bit crazy, but... We'll, well, we'll know more soon. They said they wanted to focus on the console itself at E3, because I was wondering that. I was someone. I think someone asked Phil, when are we going to find out about the bundles and SKUs and stuff? Um, so he said, coming soon. I would imagine we'll know by Gamescom. Yeah, I should hope so. I want, when, I, want when pre-order. I want to pre-order and I can't do it anyway. It's really annoying. No, you can't pre-order yet. Um, I think it was something... Jack, didn't you say it was something to do with they need some... It's, um, some F- approved. Is it FCC certification? Yeah. Until yeah, that's that in place, they're not allowed to take pre-orders for it. And okay. I, I did hear as well, he said it'd be worldwide on November yes. the 7th. Yes. Some countries 7th. might be a little bit later. Oh. He didn't say which, but he said some of them the certification takes longer than... Others, it won't be asked for that. I'm sure. No, no. But he said they're definitely going to be a lot better than they were with, with the launch of the the original Xbox One. Because remember, they they said it was like twenty odd countries, then didn't it go down to like 
15 or something that far. Yeah, uh, well, you know why that was? It was because of the connect stuff, uh, all yeah, the voice stuff needed to work across the board, but they've, yeah. they've pulled the port, so there's no <laughs> connect in this anyway. Well, you can get the adapter, can't you? You, you can. Was, was that presumably with, they've done um, that just regulations in different countries um, around recording devices and stuff, or was it? I, I think, think it was the audio. Right. They had to, you know, get all the voice recognition working for all the. Ah, yeah, okay, okay. Excellent, cool news. So, um, questions of the week. We've had millions in this week, so we've just chosen five. Uh, one more just before we skip on quickly. Oh, sorry. I uh, just realised today is the midpoint of the month, so you can now download, 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 watch download. and Dragon Age Origins for free with Games with Gold. Nice. Uh, Dragon Age, I think Dragon Age Origins is already in the EA vault. I should imagine so, yeah. And Watch Dogs I already own. Yeah. But um, Watch Dogs is, is okay. I didn't think it was brilliant. And I don't know anything about Dragon Age Origins. Oh, it's 360. Okay. Yeah. Has anyone played Speedrunners? No. No, not yet. Okay. I've heard quite good things about it, though, to be honest. Yeah, I have. Apparently it's only good in multiplayer, but um, well worth... Um, grabbing while you can you've got another couple of weeks to grab that before it disappears and i, th- I think that like that about seven eight hundred gamer score is really quick on it oh okay even more reason and then the, the last couple are a bit grindy but yeah there you go right the questions so we go for question of the week yes so question of the week is from adam on twitter and he asked, the gaming media plays a huge role in the overall climate of the gaming community. Do you feel media bias is an issue? Why or why not? Mm. So I have noticed, I mean, it's not a new thing, that Microsoft is always sort of frowned upon slightly with pretty much anything they do. The Xbox, um, I don't, I'm trying to remember when the PS3 launched and the Xbox 360 did a much better job, whether it was still there back then because really um it feels like it's been going on forever but certainly since the original announcement for the xbox one there's been a lot and and to be fair that was a bit of a disaster it does feel like there's a lot of anti-xbox stuff um if you ever look at like neogaf or a lot of the bigger um gaming forum stroke sites um there's there's quite a lot of joking about anything microsofty that goes on and you can sort of understand that from the Xbox One launch, but I think, as I say, I think it existed before that. Um, and I think even since they've fixed a lot of their uh, messaging and and gone back on a lot of the things they said they were going to do that upset a lot of gamers, um, it still seems to exist. Although this E3, really, for the first time, I seem to have seen a bit of a, a backlash against Sony. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that, Jack? Yeah, I think... Um... Sony, they've people have said that they've won E3 for the past couple of uh, events, and that's yep. mainly down to the games they've announced, kind of yep, a massive lineup of fair. exclusives, which is fair and that's kind of true. Um, but I, th- I think a lot of it, it's potentially not media bias, but I think people feel they have to be on one side of the fence or the other in terms yep. of the community. So you've got the Xbox fanboys and the PlayStation fanboys, and it's, I can only like Xbox, or I can only like PlayStation. Whereas in reality, you can like both, and both companies have done a good job. But Yeah, but the I media, think, I think the media tend to always... Yeah, they always want to put a... Yeah, they put, want to put a spin on it, I suppose. Um, 
I think a lot of it though is uh, now that so like media has changed so much, you know, since we were buying magazines and all that kind of stuff, and you get everything there. Everything's instant now. So game companies are putting their own trailers out and stuff that don't really need the media. So the media has to change, you know, to find something, another angle. And obviously, a lot of this generation early on was, you know, like the digital foundry stuff, like Xbox One versions, 900p. This is 1080p on the yeah. PlayStation 4. And they were only stating the facts, but I think they were definitely pushing it because they knew it would get clicks. You yeah, get, yeah, for sure. You get the, the PS4 fans that jump in there to glow. You get the Xbox fans there to... Like damage control it and stuff, and it, <laughs> but I, I do agree. I think the I don't even know if it's a definite bias or whether they just state in the actual facts and it comes across as negative because a lot of what they yeah, do that, was that might be fair. negative early on. But like you say, the C three, I I definitely seen like a bit of a change. It was, I think every time you Phil Spencer's been interviewed this kind of past week, he's been really clear, you know, on what's and he, he's been like defending ideas and stuff, and then. Sony's come across as like the people who are not being so nice with like not doing the cross play on uh, Rocket League and Minecraft and uh-huh. potentially telling developers to they need can like they can't add better graphics on the Xbox One and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So that's a couple of key stories from this week um, that have come out. So it it turns out that Destiny Two um, that have a deal with Sony for I think it's for the exclusive DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, is also not going to run at 60 FPS on Xbox One X. Yeah. It's going to be locked to 30 on both PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, uh, when the general consensus is that it wouldn't really be too much effort to get it running at 60. So the assumptions have been made that they've been told. But they've also come out and said they haven't even worked on an, an Xbox One X version yet. Right, because they're concentrating on what it's going to launch. I don't know when Destiny Two comes out, but it's before the Xbox One X releases. Is it okay? That's interesting. Yeah, so they said they're working on getting it as good as they can on that. So I can kind of see why they haven't bothered even trying because if it's relatively simple to just port it up to 4K, to know like people are saying it took a day or two days or a week, then I can kind of see where they're coming from. But yeah, and then. Another thing that people picked up a lot on was like the exclusive DLC, but they said it's only going to be a year. It'll be coming to PC and Xbox One after a year, so it's like a timed exclusive DLC. It's not a year is a long time, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so the, I think the issue is that Sony are getting backlash because people. I'm not sure if this has been confirmed, but people are assuming that they have, as part of their deal, told Bungie that. Destiny is not allowed to look better on Xbox than it is on PlayStation. But I think that's an assumption. I don't think that's been confirmed anywhere. Yeah, I mean, if you remember when the original Destiny came out, it was going to run a lot worse on the Xbox One because obviously it was so underpowered compared to the PS4, the, like the original vanilla versions. Mm-hmm. And Bungie actually worked and, and managed to... I think it was when... They, do you know when they pulled out all the Kinect stuff and they gave an extra bit of RAM to... So developers like Bungie yeah. worked afterwards and brought it up to like a decent standard. I don't know if it's com- like totally comparable with the PS4, but I remember them saying they brought it up to like 1080p or something like that at the time. Yeah. So I don't think they're totally against working on it and making it as good as, but... No, but in theory, we want it to be better. Yeah. That's the whole point. Microsoft needs it to be better for people to want to buy the Xbox One X over the PS4. Yeah. Pro. Um, so that's what we think. We think it, it has been an issue, but um, 
there's a possibility that it might have just been reality <laughs> as much as that's difficult to hear um but it, i've noticed a slight shift in at least in the last week um also we should mention sony didn't really have any new games at all no um which put a bit of a downer on their their conference i, I still can't believe the and what i watched it again you know their conference and you know at the end of it and they pan to the crowd and the crowd was like uh is that it it was not now that they stood up and cheering and shouting, yeah, and like, and <laughs> then it was just really awkward because they kept looking around the crowd and it just like like a golf clap. Like. <laughs> 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 All right, next. okay. Next question, Derek Peak. He, oh, by the way, Adam, you win a game. Yeah, I'll get in touch on Twitter and give you the options from my bulging sack. Yeah, um, Derek Peak. He asked. Do you think some gamers will wait to buy Xbox One X enhanced games until after the console launches, even if the game's released before then? Um, so I read this and I thought, no, of course you wouldn't. And then I thought, actually, I suppose if you wanted to play the game in the optimum, most incredible way and you didn't think you were going to... Uh, and you thought you might complete the whole thing before the Xbox One X comes out, then I guess maybe you, you might want to do that. Mm-hmm. But to me, it seemed ridiculous to wait on a game just because it's going to be a bit, bit better. But maybe there will be people that do. It depends. I guess the, the question is, what's the gap between the release date and the Xbox One X date, and how much better is it going to look? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the two key considerations, and they'll be different for each title. So, I guess you might do it on a title by title thing. Plus, it's the time of year where games come out every week anyway. So, I would suggest you just pick one or two. Um. Mm-hmm. And and maybe just play through those until the One X comes out, and then buy all the ones you want. Mm-hmm. Or if you're the type of person that likes playing through games a second time anyway, then just get them early and and play it a second time when it comes out. I've got two that kind of spring to mind straight away. Okay, uh, Forza Horizon. Oh, for, sorry, Forza Motorsport Seven. Mm-hmm. So what's the release date of that? September. I can't remember. It's September, October. So it's not too long. Away. It's coming out a month before. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, if I'm gonna play it, if it's got, it's like that's one of the ones that is probably gonna be you've noticed the most difference on. It's mm-hmm. you know, 4K and 60 frames per second compared to 1080 60, and there's only so much I can stand of driving in circles in farther yeah. into like big chunks. So that yeah. that might be one I'll leave. And then the other one I thought of is Shadow of War. Yeah, because I know that, that will look they've mentioned like you know enhanced versions for Xbox One X. So, but I don't know if I can sit there and watch people on my timeline. You know, yeah, well that's out. <laughs> no, that's October now. We got pushed back. Oh, okay. You're all over the place for that one. You can wait a month. Yeah, I don't know though because if you're sat there and look at your friend feed and see people started that, then I don't know if I could hold back on that one. Uh, October 10th, Shadow of War. So it's almost exactly four weeks before it comes out. Hmm. Um, I could probably I wait. It depends if they're going to do SKUs and bundles as well. Because they might yeah. do a Shadow of War Ooh, bundle. You never that's know. a good point. Yeah. They'll probably put the best-looking games in the bundles, won't they? Yeah. And I, I imagine, I imagine there'll be something called a G-Tree, yeah, because that's a couple of days before. That's fourth of November or third of November, I think. Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's another one we don't really know what the plans are on enhancements and stuff. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm probably not going to wait. I mean, I might wait for Forza. 
To be honest, I don't think there'll be much difference. So be... have they said what the frame rate and the uh, resolution is going to be on Xbox well, One it'll regular? Be, it'll be 1080 and 60, won't they? They always hit 1080. It'll still be at 60, so it's not. It's only going to be the 4K nature. But then, like, I don't know, you look at those skies in the game, like, they showed, um, it's like, it was obviously Farsa 6 and not Farsa 7, but they showed, like, a comparison of the two, you know, from the trailer. Oh, yeah. Running around the same track with similar cars, and it just looked way oh, more... okay, I need to look at that, because it didn't blow me away by any stretch of the imagination. And a, a lot of the detail was, like, Jack picked out, like, the skyboxes, like, there was thunder and lightning. Do you know it's raining in the game now? You just see yeah. rain. There was actual like thunder and lightning going on in the distance, and it was all lighting up. And I don't know, it just looked really cool. So, you see, um, with Forza Seven, I reckon that'd be one that's worth picking up sooner rather than later, because then you can play it on the standard Xbox for a month, kind of probably get bored of it, and then go back to it on yeah, the new quite, Xbox. Fair, at which point, it might reinvigorate you. <laughs> that's actually quite a good point. And that might look rubbish on the original. No, it'll look good, and you'll probably get a real good kind of idea of how different games are going to look between the two, won't you? Yeah, no, I quite like that idea. Good thinking, Jack. Um, Need for Speed is out on the 3rd of November. Ooh. Oh, no, sorry, that was the old one. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Payback. Payback, yeah. Need for Speed Payback. Because uh, that was the one that I thought looked amazing. November 10th, so it's actually coming out just after. So that's fine. Don't need to worry about that one. Stuff um, like FIFA and that I'll play, definitely, beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, FIFA won't. I don't, can't imagine it will. And then Crackdown, Crackdown comes out the day of. Yes, yeah, so there'll be bundles for that one. Yeah. yeah, the Crackdown announcement didn't. The trailer didn't really float my boat. I have to say. Do you know what? I had a look at some uh, gameplay afterwards. Oh, okay. Because that was just pure like a, a trailer on it, and they were flashing yeah. between. I look at some gameplay afterwards, and it, they'd said that pre- in previous years they always concentrated on the multiplayer aspect, you know, with all the destructible stuff and all that kind mm-hmm. of crazy stuff. The single player isn't all the destructible buildings and stuff. And they showed that, and it was it looked quite cool. It was all like chaining your kind of kills together to try and get like a, you know, the highest okay. score on bits and definitely you just watch up everything. It looked, it looked quite cool. Yeah, I'll spend yeah. some time having a look at that. All right, next question. Good question, though, Derek. Yeah, Jesse Hill. Um, is it just this year, or has E three in general lost some of its shine as an industry event? Conferences all seem to lack that punch this year. Okay, so we sort of covered a bit of this that Sony's was definitely not particularly inspirational. Nintendo just put out a video; mm-hmm. they don't actually have a, a live conference, so that's underwhelming. And I think because they spread it out over like five days, um, I didn't think the EA conference was massively brilliant but it never really is is it um i thought i I just think the microsoft conference was excellent i thought the ubisoft one was good um so i enjoyed those two but i I don't know maybe it's a rose tinted spectacles type thing i don't think it's ever amazing is it i think um other companies are potentially kind of not putting everything into e3 but kind of spreading out because other conferences are getting quite big now yeah pax is not too far away Mm. And We've got games coming in August. They're kind of spreading the love out and going, going kind of equally for all of them rather than full throttle into E3. Yeah, and back in the day, you didn't have EA, Ubisoft and Bethesda doing their own shows, so all of their stuff would have been within mm-hmm. the big three, which I guess condenses it and makes it seem like much more. I Dave, what do you reckon? I came away well and truly underwhelmed by like the Did whole you? E3, and uh, like in the past, I've I've gone back and watched some conferences because I really enjoyed them and stuff. And it was 
games that I came away really excited for. But I think a lot of it is stuff stuff just got announced before. Maybe it's because they're scared of leaks and yeah, all this crazy stuff. I mean, like the one that they did hold back was Assassin's Creed Origins, and that's been linked leaked for about yeah two months. It's before. Like the worst kept secret in video game history. Yeah, so like like Far Cry Five, they could they announced that like a month ago or so, mm-hmm. and that that could have been revealed on stage there, and everybody had been blown. Yeah, that would like, be amazing, wow. especially and, those trailers because they're pretty like mind-blowing trailers i think they're very different to far cry previously they should have done that so everything just seemed to be announced prior or even the ea you know that fifa's gonna come early you know that yeah madden and stuff but like if that had been revealed on stage and you would have got the ronaldo stuff then people sort of would have been impressed with that yeah ronaldo on stage and then you've got microsoft just like i know people like 22 exclusive stuff there was nothing new that was big triple a stuff apart from anthem Mm-hmm. Uh, That's not and Sony didn't do anything new that you know made me go. Oh, I really, really wish I had a place. Well, Final Fantasy Fusion, Final Fantasy and Metro. Don't forget Metro. Oh, yeah, I know, Metro. but they get like I didn't really enjoy Metro, and no, okay. But Anthem <laughs> was the only one, and that was in EA, which was probably the worst conference of them all. So, yeah, I came away. Uh, yeah, I just came away pretty underwhelmed by what. I know these good games come in, but it seemed like stuff we all knew about. But I know, again, Phil Spencer, somebody asked him, like, what's going on? Why did nothing get shown new? And um, he said, like, they've signed deals as recently as, like, a few months ago, you know, for exclusive stuff. And he said he could, yeah. he, he could have shown a CGI trailer and everybody would have been like, whoa. But he didn't want to. He's trying to stick to stuff that's coming before next Yeah, that's season. fair enough. Well, I think that's... Definitely fair enough looking at scale bound. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like he said, three four three are working on stuff, obviously, but they're working on old and new titles, he said. So maybe like a you know Ooh, new IP. Well no, it would still be a Halo, but maybe like remastering Halo three or something like that. Like if he'd have shown a CGI trailer of Halo three people would have lost the uh-huh. minds on the four K sixty frames, Halo three people would have been like, Woo, but if it's a way off, he's obviously not bothered this time. So I got I get Halo Three was my favourite Halo, but I think now that now that companies like have online presences in terms like Twitter and Twitch and stuff, and they're not relying on media to kind of they can release things at their own pace with their own narrative, yeah. rather yeah, than relying on yeah, rather than relying on IGN to do like an exclusive and stuff. They can release it themselves and make their own money from their own trailers and stuff. So I think that's kind of going to be a growing trend, isn't it? Yep, I agree. In fact, oh, we should mention the news story. So, amazing job by the news team, as ever, this year. Um, but we did actually look at the news, because normally we're still plugging away with stories all through yeah. this week. Um, and I just did a little uh, count of the stories that we published on previous E3s. Um, and on the Microsoft side, it was down uh, on TA by about 20% um, on last year, which isn't too much, but it was still higher than some other years. Um, but on True Trophies, it's down massively. It's almost half of previous years. So that gives you some idea of how little news came out of it for, for Sony. Uh, but yeah, massive, massive thanks to the news team, as usual. They've done an absolutely amazing job. Um, okay, any other questions? Yeah, got a couple left. Uh, John Yott, he asked, with the announcement of crossplay between Xbox and Switch for Minecraft and Rocket League, do you feel that like this is a step in the right direction? Uh, yes, I don't think there can be any bad things with crossplay. The only issue, I guess, is when you've got people with 
I think we've talked about this before, but keyboard and mouse up against a person with a controller is always going to be an unfair battle. Although, wasn't it a year ago it was announced that keyboard and mouse support was coming to Xbox? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's probably at last year's E3, um, and we haven't seen any of that yet, so not exactly sure what's happening there. Um, but yeah, I love I love that idea. If they, does, is, does things like voice chat work? Or is it purely... I think it... I don't think you can even be on the same teams and things, can you? I think it... Oh, okay. So it's not really cross... Rocket League, you... Well, with the integration of a minute between PC and Xbox, you can yeah. um, be on the same teams, but it is just text chat via the game. Yeah. Text chat. Wow. <laughs> Pass it to me. Do, do a Nintendo Switch even have sock, like, microphone... I'm not too sure, to be honest. Inputs, like, cause they're online, it's just non-existent. They're online, it's garbage, yeah. Um, I don't know. So I think we need. To, I think if you could have full, like voice, and in fact we, we should mention why Sony said that they weren't going to join, because <laughs> I thought it was quite an interesting thing. They said they need to be aware of, with their family responsibilities to parents and stuff, they wouldn't be able to control the interaction on other platforms that you might have through your PlayStation. So if it was crossplay with Xbox and they they control the PS Live service, they can ban people, block people, whatever. If you've got kids playing it, and if you've got people that are coming in from Xbox Live, they have no control over that. Which I suppose makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the brilliant question that came straight back from the interviewer was, um, "How come Nintendo are doing it when they're the biggest family-friendly console around?" And he didn't really have an answer for that. Yeah. I think it's or just, you should, what you should have said. Nintendo's online doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've just kind of tried to fit an answer to the question. Well, it makes sense. I mean, when he when I when he said that, I was like, actually, that does make sense. If you've got a commitment to what happens, if someone gets like groomed, um, and they're on their PlayStation, you know, and the parents, you know, go to court or whatever to try and so where where does it lie legally? Well, that, they don't have control of that. Uh, that could arguably happen over Xbox Live on the same platform anyway, obviously. Yeah, but then it's obvious who's who's to blame, isn't it? You can yeah. say, right, Mike, this is Microsoft's fault. Um, indirectly, obviously. So I can sort of see the legal issues there, but I don't know. If other if other companies are doing it, then you just think, come on. Or just turn off voice chat. It seems like they're taking it to a bit of an extreme. Yeah. Um but you're right, it was it was a bit of an excuse. I think if you could you could there's no reason why you couldn't play games with no voice chat or text chat communication mm. across platform. And if you can't control the other networks, what like you know, if you just remove it completely unless it's you're talking to a PlayStation player. Mm. And yeah, then I presume exactly, yeah. I know Xbox Live has got like family settings so I can set it so my kids can't talk to other people unless they're friends and I have to approve if they got it, want to go on a certain game and stuff like that. Yeah, so you yeah, could just good. have that globally for the other platform, couldn't you? So anybody on a Switch or whatever, you can't talk to. Or... Yeah, can't you can't speak to them, but then can't you use Yeah, it's not Uno, is it? It's not like <laughs> it's, it's you're cross-platform Uno. I could totally understand the response if it was that <laughs> we're protecting the kids. <laughs> HD, what is it? <laughs> Um, good question. Okay, um, any more? Yeah, last one, more. one from Brawlin Becker. Um, with the Avatar revamp, would you like to see the return of Avatar items tied to certain achievements? Mm. Um, definitely. I think if we're going to... That's one thing that would make me want to show it off more if there was something unique that I could have that proved my my skills, which yeah. obviously are, are large and broad. Um, it would be cool if I could show off one for 
for dying in one of millions of different ID games. It's almost like a trophy case, isn't it? In a sense. Exactly. A wearable trophy case. Mm. Um, could yeah, even, I think that would be awesome. They could even tie them to challenges and things, yeah. and you know, get the best of both worlds. You get Well, challenges are supposed to have some sort of reward yeah. at the end of them. So you could well, get, you get some kind uh, of challenge you, and, you uh, and images and stuff. Because yeah, a lot of achievements, you get an image, which <laughs> yeah. is a little bit... Yeah, it's like buying a desktop wallpaper, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so I presume you can use that image then on your Xbox as a wallpaper. Uh, but can you not just add whatever you want anyway? You yeah, just download exactly. that image externally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of that? Yeah, yeah but if they could say like an avatar item, especially props and things like, a, you know, if you did something and finished gears yeah. on insane, you got like a lancer for your avatar. yeah, or like a companion cube from Portal yeah, or something. Yeah, it's, it's stuff that maybe wasn't even purchasable for real money in, in the <laughs> store. It was just you know just reward stuff. Yeah, like, and then you could trade. They, them. they did that with uh, picks, didn't there? Was a game of picks. Like yeah. yeah, I think for the original gears, you knew somebody had got all the achievements in the original gears. If they had like the White Omen, I think it was. Yeah, was it? I can't remember which one. It was one of them. That game of picking, you knew that they'd done, they'd done everything in gears if they had that. Yeah, because I remember when I played Hexix on Back and Pat, the first thing that happened was I unlocked a game of pick. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's something I can't use. <laughs> a lovely sixty-four by sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good question. Okay, cool. Let's move on to new achievement lists. Mm, haven't had too many this week. Um, no. Another it's almost like everyone's away. Yeah, it's almost like E3 is happening. <laughs> oh. oh, hang on. Before we get on to those wonderful new achievements, let's give a game away. Okay, so we're giving away um, Momongo Pinball Adventure. No, nothing about it. I'm guessing it's pinball adventure type game. With my yeah, Mongo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the code for this one is TM6RX9F3QTVTGDCH339YCFFGZ. So go, go, so go. So, whoever wins that, play it, tell, it what, tell us what it's like. Yeah. We want to play it. Um, cool. Right. Sorry, Jack. Okay, so I've had a couple of new lists this week, nothing uh, major. Uh, another ACA Neo Geo game, Magical Drop, with 12 achievements again. Uh, MotoGP 17, 35 achievements. Cars Free Driven to Win, with 21 achievements. That's for the Xbox One version. There is an Xbox 360 version as well. Um, Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan with 26 achievements, and Hunting Simulator, with 30 Ooh. achievements. Exciting. And then two DLC packs, we've had a title update for Smite Hit, which is Trials of the King, with two achievements, 30 game score, and the big one, Zombies Chronicles, in Call of Duty Black Ops 3, has 12 achievements for 180 game score. That's a collection of the original Zombies maps from the other Call of Duty games. Yeah. And Quite people, pricey, isn't it? People have already completed that. Yeah, £25. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, excellent. Okay, new releases. So, it's been a reasonably quiet week with E3 um, taking the, the focus, but we did have Tour de France come out yesterday, didn't we? Mm. forgot about that. Yeah. Um, next week, we have a Super Ultra Dead 
Rising 4 mini golf DLC <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> what? Is that really a golf game? I don't know. Dead Rising 4. We've got mini golf coming to the Rising 4. Incredible. Um, and then we've got Moto, oh, sorry, MXGP3 uh, Motocross coming out next week. I think we're going to be doing a review of that. Yep. Okay, I cool. think the reviews are um, already up. It released, oh, reviews are already up. It releases it later better. in America for some reason. Oh, okay. I've got them both up. Um, and then we've got Dead by Daylight. Yep. Which quite a few people are quite excited about. It's supposed film. to be like Friday the 13th. But oh, it's online again. It will work. <laughs> oh, okay. So expect that to be broken on day one. Um, Dungeon Defenders 2, Super Bomb Rush. And then next Friday we have Get Even, which is a first-person shooter on Xbox One from Bandai Namco. Um, Dead by Daylight releases in the UK. Chess Ultra mm-hmm. is out next Friday. We are hopefully streaming that next week on the 19th. Um, Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan is out next Friday. And the one I'm looking forward to most, Micro Machines World Series, is also out next Friday. And we'll see if we can get some copies of that to stream, actually. That would be a cool thing to do next Friday. Amazing. Good job, everyone. Thanks for all your work during E3. It's been chaotic. Um, Jack, we should mention the little devs we're working on. We're hoping to... So those of you who came into our awesome live blogs for E3 mm-hmm. will have noticed a slightly redesigned chat room. Mm-hmm. We are hoping to finish that off today and get that up on the site next week. So it's going to be a brand new chat room without all the quirks of the old one where <laughs> messages would come up twice and people would disappear. Features. Well, they are features, <laughs> quite right. I, I don't know if anyone knows the story, but I actually wrote that chat room in a, dr- a drunken challenge uh, after work one night back in the early days of TA. CJ, Clever Jake, um, challenged me to ah. write a chat room. Okay. So I got through about two bottles of wine and then that's why it's got the features it has. <laughs> but I did manage to do <laughs> so it. That's, that's, that's where I'm going wrong then. I need to stop at the shop on the way back to the office. Yes, you must yeah. definitely do that. Um, so we hope to get that live next week. And then we're going to be doing some various little developments uh, across the site for the next couple of weeks that should lead to some a better user experience for everybody. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, so lots to look forward to there. And we'll be back again next Friday with another pod. Yep. I hope you all enjoyed E3, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Catch you later.